rise up Whoa, not gonna give up Whoa, we're gonna rise up Whoa, we're gonna rise up Whoa, not gonna give up Whoa, we're gonna rise up Rise up, yeah Oh, we're gonna rise up Welcome to Rise Up, hosted by me, Steve Collin. This episode is sponsored by my Patreon account. After the stillbirth of my son, Asher, I wanted to do something in his name. I wanted to honor him and give him uh, an opportunity to be a part of uh, something inspirational and motivational. The hope is that you will live your best life, the life that he didn't get to have. So if you'd like to see this continue and you would like to uh, support this, please head over to my Patreon account at patreon.com forward slash Steve Cohn. Okay, so let's dive into today's inspirational and motivational message. But I, I, there was a woman I actually met at one of my early shows of performing that approached me after a show and asked if I could write a song for her, like about her life. Wow, that's and kind of, that's an honor. Yeah, well, it was so, so strange. I was so curious. And I was like, I have never had anybody say that, but just right. yeah. and then she said, sure, like, let's see what's there. <laughs> You're going to have to give me a lot of details, but <laughs> she gave me a lot of details. <laughs> I got a lot of details. I got multiple emails, like massive, massive wow. emails of this stuff. And, and, but the, at the core of it was her wanting to, to really uh, attribute or pay tribute to to her child who she who she lost like right oh, right away wow. and that but it was the way that she talked about it and the what she 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 talked about her her child still being with her and her that mm -hmm. that actually being a, the catalyst to to make mm -hmm. some major major life changes you know and like that that was kind of like her little angel that always always just up on her shoulder kind of advising her in, in important times of what to do which yeah. felt like a huge responsibility to, to, to as a songwriter to try to <laughs> yeah. fathom. And I was like, oh my gosh, what did I get into? But but it it was really special. It was really, really special to be part of and to to sit with and and it was difficult to write. But I when I shared it with her, it ended up being kind of like again another one of those moments in her life where she felt this is this is them speaking to me again. And yeah. I, I need to I I need to to switch chapters here. I need to move on. And she ended up moving countries because of wow. the song. Like it really just was another thing like that. And so stuff like that was really, really beautiful to hear about. And then and I met another person along the same lines that said, like, even to me, like they were they were a pat they they did a bunch of things, but as part of their job, they would they would tell people about their past lives. And you know, they could get into reincarnation and all that kind of stuff. Oh too. wow fascinating but someone said to me one time they're like you you had a past life where you you came into the world and you died immediately like and and that was that was intentional like that that was for the purpose so that you could just feel that pain or that you know uh -huh. you, could, you could just feel that because that's something you needed in your life journey or like your of all the journeys that like, but you've got that done now, you know, and, and, <laughs> and for yourself, that was like part of the life, the life notch that you had to hit, but also by your presence there, you've, you affected 
the people who needed to be affected with that experience that they needed. Wow. Gosh, that's, that's, that's amazing. And then, and so coming back to the, to the, I got a few practical questions for you with the walking and the, you know, so would you fly into a city and then, then you would walk to the next town or would you, uh, would you drive into the next city and then give me a little bit of a, a visual. I'm trying to think, did you actually walk from coast to coast kind of thing? Or is it, was there, like, explain to me. And what about the big question I have? What about the bears? <laughs> Do you, what are you thinking? <laughs> There's going to be a bear if I go up this path here. Yeah, I actually never had any encounters with that kind of animal, thankfully. Uh, <laughs> I did have animal encounters, but not that. But, <laughs> moose uh, or anything? Funny enough, no moose. I, elk. Elk I saw lots of. Um, but with the getting around, like initially what I planned to do, and I'm actually, it's neat, this summer coming up to the 10-year anniversary when that tour started, so I'm doing some fun things accordingly. But oh, cool. but I started it in the east east coast of Canada because I'd never been there before, and I always was interested to start there. And And I thought at the time that I would just go with the flow and f- go until I was done, which mm-hmm. I maybe was assigning about a couple of years. I wasn't sure how long it was going to take. Uh and when I initially went out there, the, the the train passenger train program in in Canada, it's called Via Rail, similar to Amtrak in the states. They they have a program where you can perform your way across the country. Like you can you can play a few times a day for passengers, and that takes wow. ride, and they give you food and a really cool cabin and like that's uh, cool. <laughs> just a really neat way to offset the costs of that. And and you got to meet a lot of really neat people from all over the world. Cause like taking that train is a big adventure and it's kind of a once in a lifetime thing for a lot of people. Yeah. So they come and do it and that's a really neat place to be meeting people. So yeah, I would ride the train playing songs for people across and then I would get off and just be out there for a chunk of time. So like the first time I did it, I, I gave myself, well, I ended up choosing four months to be out in and around Eastern Canada to just meander, walk around and go wherever seemed right to go. And that was a lot of it too, is following instincts of like what feels is the right path to follow and the wow. right person to talk to, like the guy I got all these songs from. Oh, yeah. and, and just trusting that, trusting that muscle that things are going to work out and like like you're not you're like i don't know where i'm staying tonight or whatever let's see where we can go uh, wow. so, so walk us through some of that stuff like uh you would turn up at a place and you'd just be like okay universe um who do i talk to or you know and then and then they would offer a place to stay or a couch to <laughs> crash on or what how would uh, or a gig or something how did that work or what's some of those stories yeah well i only i did for the first two years that I did some stuff out in this. I mainly only chose the summer times and I actually didn't do it consistently because just before I left on tour, I, I connected and started dating someone who ended up becoming my wife, <laughs> Okay, yeah, <laughs> which changed the things a little bit, changed the plan of exactly it would walk, walking about Canada. <laughs> yeah. So, you had somewhere to go back to and a reason to come back to. Yeah. Which was cool. And I, I, it was, I'm very thankful for that. Like it, it was just neat to go with that and then still think, well, this, this journey doesn't end. I just have, I'm going to change it a little bit. Mm So, so how it did change is I would then implant in these different regions in the country, mostly in the summers and, and then just explore. But 
but yeah, I guess it, like the whole thing. I did take a I did take a tent with me for the first two summers just in case. Like as I, I was thinking, I was going to be sleeping outside like all the time, mm-hmm. uh, and thus I had all this extra stuff I was walking around with. But I mm-hmm. never, I barely ever used it. The first mm-hmm. like four months, things just seemed to happen, and a lot of it, I think it's just a testament to story and sharing mm-hmm. story and like and and just having good intention to to be encouraging to whatever you want to do. Like really, I was out there to just learn and listen and explore and, and invite other people to, to come with me or like just to show me or, uh, and then just, like I said, encourage others to, to break those cycles sometimes of, of speaking to each other. It's, it's really Mm -hmm. simple actually, like what it was all about, but it's a big struggle for a lot of people. And I can relate to it because I used to be that same way too which my dad was the same, you know, like words and and emotions have have often been a very tricky thing to get out. So anyway, I would just show up at open mics. Those are usually gold standard for me to just find what, what places were having them. And I just sign up to play and I'd have a few moments, like, you know, three songs or whatever, just to say what I was doing. Uh, I would usually play a song of my dad's and then I would tell people, Hey, I'm, I'm out here. I'm, I'm walking across Canada. I'm just looking to learn. I'm like, if you know any cool places to go, let me know, like, come talk to me. I'd love to hear if you want to come with me, you're more than welcome. <laughs> That's great. And, and it happened real fast. Like yeah. people just started being like, Whoa, like, have you been to, I'm like, I have no idea. I have no idea where I'm going. They're like, well, meet me here at this time. Let's go to this place. You should talk to that person or like, this guy's having a birthday. You want to come? I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, we, we're, the band's just dropped out. Will you come and play for this? <laughs> that happened a few times too, actually. <laughs> I can imagine. Wow. Yeah, I definitely have filled in on the fly. And like, so there's a lot of just saying yes, a lot of, but, but you can't say yes unless you, you post a sign that you're here and I'm, I'm here for the conversation and this is, yeah. this is who I am. So it just, and you know what that, I think that's such a cool, um, uh, cool little lesson or cool little thing because doors open for you because you kind of stood in front of them you know meaning that um you know in this social media world a lot of people are are afraid to post what they're doing and they're they're they just overthink it and they don't you know just take a photo of whatever they're doing and just say hey i'm just doing this because it it's a great conversation starter and you did that in front of a microphone you said hey guys you know this is my song and you shared a little bit of your uh, what's going on and and it opened up the conversation. And I think that's, and which opened up opportunities, which opened up adventures and stories and a life and a life experiences. And so I just want to encourage everybody who's listening right now to this, to this uh, listening right now. It's just that, you know, don't be afraid to start that conversation. Don't be afraid to post on social, social media is the easiest thing. You know, it's like, it's, it puts it out there to the world, to all your friends and you let them know what, what you're doing. And I think that's, it's it's a great it's a great way to stand in front of an opportunity and say, hey, I'm here instead of don't even going up to the door and just being like, oh, I'm overthinking. I'm too scared or whatever. What are people going to think? What are people going to say? And you don't even get up off the couch and go to the door to even. And uh, I think that's awesome. I think it's a great, um, uh, a great lesson. That that's what you did. And that was the results. And, and you just had like 
life like amazing life experiences from that you could go on with stories i know you could you could we could have this conversation for five hours and you'd still have more stories and more adventures and it's it's such a colorful life and so anyway <laughs> that's awesome yeah no it's you're you're right and i think with social media it's it's i think oftentimes overwhelming because i think we always feel like we have to be an expert about something mm-hmm. or we have to like if or why post, you know, or like why, how is that compared to everybody else who seems to be like rocking it or doing, they're just so good at something or whatever. But, you know, it, it's a fun experiment to do the complete opposite. You don't have to know anything about anything. And, you know, it's like if you go on there and just ask a question that you legitimately want to know, it's like, could somebody tell me about silly putty sculptures? I really want to use silly putty. And I really want, I'm curious, like, who's made, who knows what silly putty, you know, like there's something about just engaging a, a conversation and it's not different than if you're sitting at a table with anybody mm-hmm. or with somebody, you know, just be like good questions. You know, there's, there's so much in just good thought provoking questions. Yeah. You don't, you don't, you don't have to claim to know anything. <laughs> it's right, yeah. just inviting other people's opportunities to, to share their wisdom and their stories and if you can do that, you're good. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's that. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I, I've got. Yeah, like I said, I've got years of stories based on stuff I don't know. I feel yeah. like maybe, but I was curious about someone else of like why why they ended up in a certain place of the country or like how literally like I met a guy who is an ice road truck driver. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about that. Yeah. Well, I just from watching on TV. So yeah, the ice road truckers, that's amazing. It's I'm like, that's a thing. Like, tell me about it. You know, I want to, I'd love to lo- know. And and I think sometimes too, I know I felt this before of some uh, a pressure when someone says, oh, do you know what that is? And you're like, yeah, <laughs> right. you, know, you have no idea, but it feels yeah. like you're supposed to say yes. And, and that's a big problem because the minute you say yes, they start talking to you like, you know what they're talking about and, right. then you're, and you're in trouble. It eventually like hits a head where they're like, this person doesn't know anything about what I'm talking about. <laughs> Busted. Yeah. But it's, it's way better just to be honest and say like, I have no clue. Like that sounds wild. Like tell me. And now you're building a relationship based on honesty and like, you're actually learning a really cool uh, experience from somebody. And I feel like that's, yeah. that's a university in itself. So I think music can just, chewing around this way has, has felt like one of the best educations I've ever had for being able to just like sponge other people's like major life lessons and, and, wow. process and, that and try to apply it. And that's just such an amazing thing you brought up because I've, I've, I'm being guilty of that when someone says, Hey, you know, uh, have you heard of this? And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, I think maybe, you know, but I lean more on the side of like, I think I know what you're talking about. Even if I really should have leaned on the side of like, no, I have no clue. Start the conversation. And it's like funny because it's then you're kind of thinking, oh, no, you know, and you're in your head thinking, oh, do I know what now they're going to think that I don't know anything instead of exactly what you just said. You just say, no, I don't know, but educate me, teach me. And and all of a sudden you're just open and you're like, not you haven't got any of those uh, the battle inside your head going, oh, I I shouldn't have said that I did know because I obviously don't know. Now they now they're looking at me thinking, like, does he really know? And it's like, ah, get out of that and just enjoy learning about something. And I. I think that's just so cool. And uh, that actually brings up another kind of question that I have uh, coming back to that social media of just starting those conversations and asking those questions. Does anybody know about Silly Putty? Tell me about your Silly Putty experience. <laughs> so, so whatever. 
Um, you've recently done that with uh, a, a, a beautiful guitar that you, you've got, and I've seen it and I've heard it many times, and I love that guitar. And um, tell me the sunny story and how you started uh, st- and how that opened up onto into some amazing opportunities that you didn't foresee. But again, you know, you stood there and you knocked on the door and said, I'm doing this. And you shared a little bit of a story and opportunity just came flooding towards you. So share on your su- your sunny uh, Sundays with Sunny. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, that's what it became. And it actually, you know, it, it fits really well in what we're talking about because of the questions. And and really, it started as 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 a seed dream from like when I first started playing music for a long time ago. I remember hearing uh, a song by Dire Straits, the Romeo and Juliet, which is just such a cool song. Uh, and it, it like as an idea. So there are two things that really hit me about that song. And I remember hearing it. Well, I hope you got a lot of gold nuggets out of this message and and some points that you can use in your life. My goal here is to make your life or help you live your best life yet. And um, so please, if you'd like me to continue doing this, please head over to my Patreon account at patreon.com forward slash Steve And, you know, consider uh, donating, buy me a coffee or something even more if you want me to keep doing this. Um, and in honor of our Asher's name. So again, we'll see you in the next one. Have a great and awesome rest of your day.